0: Welcome to Sewing Out Loud, the official podcast of ZD Sewing Studio. Here are your hosts, ZD and Mallory.
2: Sew, sew,
0: sew, sew, sewing out loud.
2: Hello, and welcome to the podcast. I'm Mallory Donahue.
3: And I'm ZD Donahue. And
2: let's kick this off. Kick this sewing out loud off with some thank yous. Um, Mom, why don't you start?
3: <gasps> do Look
2: system. what this says.
3: Okay, this is for Mandy Athey. Is that how I say uh-huh. it? And it says, like a lady boss. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, we lady bosses. And she wrote inside, and it says, you guys are so awesome. Can't wait to see what happens next. And then she has a Wonder Woman stamp on the outside. And it says underneath, smashing the patriarchy. Because Wonder Woman has, like, a big um, hammer. uh, Yeah, if anybody
2: is, like at all confused about whether or not we're trying to dismantle the patriarchy the answer is yes yes okay all right. do we
3: hate men no we uh, did, love no, I men just, whatever i like men they can i like women too I, okay. <laughs> uh,
2: this, one's like from, this
3: one's from glenda i don't like and i and i and sometimes i like and don't like children go ahead <laughs> This one's from Glenda, and Glenda's a Glenda part. Whom? Gl-
2: well, yeah. Glenda who? Well, Glenda Remple. I always yeah. I don't know if we should say people's last names, well, but if they're like in the Well, it's Glenda part, part
3: of the sister yes, act.
2: You, that's what I thought you were going to read sister okay. number.
3: I, I do have her Uno. sisters over here someplace.
2: This is from Glenda, and she says she is glad to be a part of the SSW group, and she appreciates everything we do, and I love to talk to you, Glenda. Actually, I've talked to Glenda, and she hasn't been there for the live broadcast like the past couple days. I was like, when Glenda weightlifts she might want to do this with and her leggings she is a
3: canadian and mallory likes i canadians. love canadians but i have her canadian sister here uh-huh and uh the card says that i am awesome
2: oh okay <laughs> who do you mean sandy it says you were awesome <laughs> on it and it says
3: and by awesome i mean totally awesome <laughs> all right so anyway she's Said she was excited for the next phase of our business also. Yeah, we got these
2: cards when yeah. we were um, shutting down brick-and-mortar store. That's right. This one's from Erica. Erica says, um, she says thank you, and she uh, says <laughs> thanks for all your time we spend on the podcast. We, well, thank you. And um, that she hopes this next chapter in our life is
3: exciting. Me too. This card is from someone in Garden City, Kansas, named Turner. And, um... It's Deborah Turner. Actually. I just,
2: okay, I just packed an order for Deborah. Yep. And she ordered some marking pens that they don't make anymore. Oh. I, I,
3: sorry, Deborah. That's I love
2: terrible. you. Thank you for your
3: card. <laughs> she says she super loves the podcast and the Facebook group, like all of us. And she says all the costumes for the people that act on Boot Heel in Dodge City, Kansas. Oh. Boot Heel. Boot Hill, Not Boot Heel. We have the Boot Heel. We have the Boot Heel. Uh. <laughs> I don't. I don't think you even realize you gave me that push. Oh, isn't that fun? I know.
2: Well, the, All right. Thanks, we Deborah. We did inspiration. Hey, I have a really pretty card. I haven't shown you this. It's hand-drawn. <gasps> it is really good. It's hand-drawn In by In our Gina. colors, too. Mm-hmm. And she did a cute little... Um,
3: Lots of stuff.
2: Yes. She did a cute little drawing on the front, and it says, congratulations. You're going to be so awesome. And there's sewing machine and scissors and spools of thread. I think I'm going to just post a picture yeah, of Yeah, I think one. a picture
3: needs it's to be a good, posted. It's a good
2: card. And um, she she wrote us, look at this. A look lot. This. It's really long, so I won't read it. I won't read it all, but she, you know, wishes us uh, best of luck you know, on our new journey. All and, of
3: the, and my baby. Yeah. My and baby. all of these people took this time to get a card or make a card and put a stamp on it and find a mailbox so it could snail mail to us. Like, that's amazing. They just no, didn't, like, you know, text us. We're really, we're really. Impressed. Quite,
2: quite uh, flattered. So, do you, is this, did you, oh. I did three. You were just supposed to do Oh, I'm going to, to gonna do, do four. Okay, I'll do oh. four just because I've opened four. Um and so this one's from Carol Henderson, and she is funny in the group and very active. And I'm glad to see a card from her. Uh, and she says that our knowledge and warmth have been instrumental in helping her through difficult, a difficult period in her life. And Carol, we love you, and we're glad you're here. And I love to see you your know, face when you post in the group.
3: Even if these people can't sew, they're fun. That's
2: right. No, we don't care. <laughs> even if you sew we like that, we, well we think you're <laughs> fun. So, yeah. Okay, today, speaking of sewing skills, um, this is something that comes up so often. Over and over and over. overlock again. Overlock, over and overlock again. Over and over and overlock. We're going to talk about different serger stitches and how we use them. Right.
3: And a serger and an overlock is the same machine. And, you know. They're referred to with both of those names.
2: Someone, I think it's from the UK or Australia, was like, you know, we call this an overlocker, which totally makes total sense. They're like every time the US people talk about surgers, I picture them right. like hurrying somewhere.
3: So <laughs> do something. you you know how baby lock got its name?
2: Yeah, I do. Okay. But why don't you tell everybody?
3: <laughs> <laughs> okay. I think you're skipping ahead a little bit. Well, I just I mean, that's why Baby Lock is called sure. Baby Lock, sure. because they brought industrial overlock sewing machines. To the home level, and they were the first company that did that.
2: So it's a little overlock machine. Right. Little it's com- a
3: baby overlock. Little compared. The big industrial overlocks got together and had a baby overlock. <laughs>
2: <laughs> so it's little compared to the factory industrial machines, except now that ovation.
3: I was going to oh, say, least. it's a big baby.
2: I, I don't mind it. Big babies it are was, good, It too. was
3: born by cesarean. It was so big. <laughs>
2: We have had a long day already, everyone. Okay, serger <laughs> stitches.
3: Okay, so I they, thought we were being pretty cute. We're doing do, you're okay. doing a great job, Mom. Sam Sam's making funny faces Sam's over here. there. here, normally
2: we record solo. I think are you just <clears throat> like your exhibitionist is coming out? You're just performing
3: a little more because you have an audience. do better with an audience. Yeah. My mother always said that. Okay.
2: <laughs> so, overlock stitches and uh, are made by an overlocker or a serger machine and they are made with A needle or two needles, right? Okay, and then two or one loopers, okay. So
3: there has to be a looper and a needle involved. There are no
2: bobbins on a serger, okay. And uh, these loopers that overlock or overcast the edge Mm -hmm. of the fabric—they really lend themselves
3: to knits, right? That's why, because Mm -hmm. the stitch is basically crocheted over the edge or knitted over the edge.
2: Yeah. So the serger does not replace the sewing machine.
3: Except, you know what? Mine almost has. Well, let's not complicate the issue. Okay. But Um, yeah, get your sewing machine (laughs) first.
2: Just wait a second. Okay. The serger, this is the reason I want to say this. Good. Yeah. The serger stitch, the overlock stitch, it's not on its own as stable as the lock stitch you get on a sewing machine.
3: Because okay. it's not supposed to be. That's it's supposed right. to be a stretch so we had, stitch. So
2: we had somebody come in and, like, try to put together, like, a woven fabric doll one time. Remember? Oh, no.
3: You mean it, that had to be stuffed? Yeah. Oh, that's a really bad idea.
2: And they tried to do it on the serger. Right. And they were just, you know, saying, oh, my seams are kind of opening up, you know. Because and
3: they're supposed to with yeah, the serger. Yeah, exactly. Right. So
2: what this episode is about is we're going to talk about the stitches that are useful on the serger in different ways. Uh, applications. Applications, different uh, – so so your fabric, your, your applications, everything like that. And I'm going – I'm going to I'm gonna walk us through. You're going to go through all
3: those stitches? The
2: quick reference guide from – actually, I'm just going to go for a four-thread serger. There you go. And we'll see how much time we – how much time we take and whether or not we get into the chain and cover stitch. Okay. okay. So uh, I've got the – quick reference guide for the Baby Lock Enlighten here. And the first stitch that we see is the four thread overlock. So this stitch uses two needles and two loopers. That's why it's called a four thread overlock. And it's your most, I would say like the stitch a lot of people know about.
3: Yeah. I think it gets used the most, probably. I think lots
2: of those sergers that aren't mm-hmm. baby locks come threaded. Like
3: that. Like uh-huh.
2: for a 4-thread. Sure. And then people are kind of nervous about and rethreading them. That way. And they're like, I'll just keep it in a
3: 4-thread. And their tensions work that way <laughs> yeah. or whatever.
2: Yeah. So they, they just keep it as a 4-thread. And uh, so the 4-thread overlock, when would you use this, Mom? What kind of applications?
3: Well, I would use it probably on something like a, here we go, a one-way stretch. Okay. Something that's stitched, right, east and west only. So Stretched
2: east and west. Right, yep. stretched
3: east and west. Okay. And not, because this is another term that gets confused, is, is two-way and four-way stretch, right? Yeah. So your interlock knits that stretch right in to the east and the west, right? Yeah. And not north and south at the same time. Because it is a somewhat stable stitch. This is the most stable of the overlock stitches. Right. And it is, I think they call it sometimes a four-thread, you know, overlock. And I think they really mean lock because that middle, not the middle needle, it would be the right needle is what's locking that stitch because it's going over the loops. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Um so what you see is you see like a row of stitching and then you see these loops and you see another row of stitching between that row of stitching and the edge of the fabric. So that's how it looks to you.
2: Yeah, and it's giving you it's giving you the most stable stitch. I would say yeah. about this from the serger. Now I would also say if there was an occasion Where I was working with a woven fabric, right, and it worked well to seam it with the serger,
3: which would be a Halloween costume. Yeah, Halloween costume, like Halloween costume. You might just serge it together so you don't have to sew and finish and things like that. Like that,
2: I would use a four-thread overlock. Right, I was down and dirty trying to seam a woven together. Absolutely. Now I'll tell you about uh, something. I was trying to be smart one time and i was going to <laughs> stitch together a home deck pillow okay okay like i i had all those home deck sample fabrics right. okay and some of them were like brocades and, you know, like really they're like $500 a yard or whatever, you know, and they're these gorgeous things. They had uh, dragonflies woven into them or, or a check or something. But you all know what I'm talking about. You can get those sample booklets. Now, you've noticed the back of those, sometimes you can tell they're sort of loosely woven. Right. Right? So I was just like, I'm just going to put this together on the serger. And I sort of patchworked it. Uh-huh. I did like four triangles that made up a square, and then I did a border, okay? And it looked really great for, like, five days, okay? <laughs> I did, and I did it with a four thread, everybody. But the stress of, like, the stuffing and of using the pillow, maybe it was two weeks, I don't know, the the fiber started to pull
3: out right. of the seam. And, and that's what's going to happen when you use... And overlock or serger stitch on a woven yep they're not a tight lock stitch uh-huh. like your regular sewing machine i've had people come in and go i sewed this skirt up with my serger in the back and you know on the butt it's it's you know pulling Spread you it know apart. you see my threads and i'm like yes yeah yes It'll you happen. do It'll you happen. do and how do i fix that you use a sewing machine That's or right. are you or are you making it skirt yeah, or you make right. a knit skirt.
2: So, so anyway, you just need to be aware, and the way you can test this. Now, one time, I did make a, I made a sheer dress. Yes. And it was very, like, fit at the bust, flowed down,
3: mm-hmm. and I used,
2: like, elastic to belt it. Right. Um, and I put that together with a four-thread overlock, uh-huh. and I tested it. I, I did a seam, and right. I pulled on it. Right. And it was fine. And it worked. That fabric, I think it was, like, and some, you poly, nylon. And you probably used a
3: closer stitch, like two or two and a half, like the same, not like a four. Sure.
2: Right. I don't know, but. Right. (laughs) I'm just thinking you probably did. And it was, it was fine. Well, and here
3: again is where we come in to, there's those that test their stitch and those that wish they tested their stitch.
2: So bottom line, sew up a seam and pull on it. Right. Okay. But. Also, know about your serger stitch, it's not as stable as the sewing machine stitch, and that can sometimes be a good thing. Well,
3: I mean, and that's what really you're going for.
2: Right, right. So the next stitch uh, on the menu here, actually, I'm going to go out of order. (laughs) Go right ahead. I will. The next stitch is the stitch you'll hear us talk about all the time, the three-thread overlock narrow. Yay! Yay! Favorite stitch in the whole world. When do you use this, E D?
3: Almost all the time. Oh, I,
2: wait, hold on. Can what? I interrupt you for uh-huh. a second? I'm sorry. The three-thread overlock narrow uses two loopers. There you go. And the
3: right needle. And when we say it uses the right needle, it means you have removed the left needle. If you don't, you're going to get a screwy stitch because those loopers are passing past that needle, whether it's threaded or not, and it will screw up the timing of that stitch. I have a
2: funny story about another three-thread stitch that uses the right needle for later. Oh, (laughs) I was sitting back and going to listen. uh, Well, uh, but it goes into another stitch. So, yeah, the three-thread overlock narrow uses the right needle. It's the needle to, to your right, okay? And a lot of sergers, I think they... A lot of sergers that are four-thread sergers, they say L and R. Yes. Right? Like, yeah. not just the baby locks. Or sometimes
3: it'll have, like, a mark that says five-eighths or, uh-huh, like or something on it, so you know that that's where the seam would be. Right. You know, a lot of them let you know they have different markings for the right needle or the left needle.
2: So we are in the middle of filming leggings class, as many of you know. No, we're not in the middle. No, we're not in the middle. Thank God we're We're not filming end. it anymore. Yeah, right. Uh, we're talking about it, though. And, it just and feels
3: like we're in the middle of it. Editing right? it.
2: The three-thread overlock narrow is our
3: preferred stitch for? For constructing knits. Constructing And I'm talking garments. about knits, especially knits that go Always. stretch in all four directions, right? Mm-hmm. And also have a lot of lycra or spandex in them.
2: And so what are we, we're talking about leggings, we're talking right. about leotards.
3: We're talking about everything nowadays.
2: Underwear. Well, especially your active wear. Swimsuits, yes, swimsuits. I'm getting specific here in okay. case someone's like, "Wait,
3: baby clothes, a swimsuit." <laughs> okay, you guys, if you ever put a four-thread, you know, stitch in your baby clothes, you will realize what a big seam that is.
2: It is a big seam, yeah. and it doesn't have to be. No. the three-thread narrow will work, and we just talked about how the four-thread is the most stable of the overlock stitches. Which
3: means it stretches the least when we say stable. That's what we're talking about. We're not saying it's the strongest. We're saying it's the most stable.
2: And when you're using fabrics that stretch all ways... You want to be able to get into that T-shirt or stretch that T-shirt onto your Cause kid's Because when you head. put
3: it on, it's pulling that seam out of shape yeah. for sure.
2: And you want it to be able to stretch and recover. And if you have a serger, and if you have, like, some swimwear fabric around or some really stretchy stuff, like, fold it, you know, fold it in half. Get a piece. Fold it in half and stitch a four thread on it. And then stitch a three-thread on it. Right. And watch when you go to stretch that seam what happens. And you'll actually see, it's, this could just be a good learning experience. Right. For you to see that serger stitches allow fabric to stretch well, within them, And then people too. go,
3: oh, but I want it to be secure. Yeah. And I say... It is secure. First of all, from experience, I know it's secure. Yeah, I'm worried. and I also
2: know oh, bit right now. <laughs> well, I also
3: know it's not gonna pop. Mm-hmm. I know that four thread can pop.
2: Yeah, so counterintuitively you might right. think more threads, more stable, more more strength.
3: So tell but, me how many threads are on your sewing machine and how stable is that stitch?
2: Yeah. All right, mom's back from her coughing break. I took one oh. too. Uh, because Mallory
3: works me so hard.
2: When you're using your sewing machine, you only have two threads, you know, and it makes. And it you think
3: that's stable and strong, right?
2: Well, and if you do a straight stitch on your stretchy fabric and then you go to wear it, doesn't it pop? It pops.
3: Well, I just want people to know. they're I think they get worried, and that's why they want to put uh-huh. that fourth thread in there. And think about it: you've got three threads on the three-thread narrow, so you mm-hmm. have three threads, and on your regular sewing machine, you only have two threads. Yep, and. The three-thread is going to stretch and go with the movement of you and your garment. And the other thing is, you've got more thread in a serge stitch than in a lock stitch anyway. Right. So you got plenty of thread there. And you should be using good thread. Now, if you want to use what I well, I used to call it the dime store thread. What do we call it now? The big box store thread? I don't know.
2: If you not use, our thread. Not
3: our thread. If you want to use any thread that Mallory and I don't sell. No. Mm-hmm. <laughs> But I mean that when you see the serger thread that is in a bin on sale and it's fuzzy and it looks funny and the colors aren't very distinctive and that's lousy thread, right? And it'll break. And I'll bet you can take it off and just pop it in your hand, right? So, so we recommend. That, that, yeah. Well, that seam might not be very strong.
2: Right. That That's very true. So we do recommend normal serger thread. We really like Madeira AeroLock thread. And then we've been real in love with the MaxiLock stretch for activewear and, uh, you know, leggings, swimsuits, right. uh, underwear, et cetera. Okay. So three-thread overlock narrow is our kind of our go-to stitch it's, because it's, of the type of work we do.
3: I guess it's the... We have an Enlighten in our studio, a baby like Enlighten, and yeah. we have a baby like Ovation. Mm-hmm. And the Enlighten is almost always on a three-thread. Narrow. Narrow, right. Yeah. It's, al- it's almost always set up that way.
2: Okay, we're going to take a message break, and we're going to come back and talk just a little bit more about the three-thread narrow, and then we'll talk about the three-thread wide.
3: Okay. <music> this episode is brought to you by the So Here Box. For more information, go to com slash B-O-X. So the first Sohere box was uh, an absolute success,
2: and uh, it happened right before Christmas in 2016. And we asked in the group if people would want a box of stuff curated by me and you, and they got all excited.
3: I know. Yeah. And I, I I started looking on the internet and looking at like the Bark Box and it didn't correlate very well because I, I was like what are we gonna put in this box I didn't want to disappoint anybody. Well,
2: and so it's a little different than some of the other boxes That's out right. there, right? So the So Here Box is not a subscription. You don't have to like keep paying to get it. Right. We put one out quarterly in general, and it's got a theme, and we put together a bunch of you know fun things that go with the theme the that theme. have to do with sewing and but there's well also... they're not fun All just uh, yeah fun. that's
3: right there i mean it's it's i guess it's fun in the sense that it's a surprise or something you haven't used before and something you probably are going to fall in love with and can't sew without and then there's also fun branded
2: exclusive materials yes like the infamous I am a sewing machine pin yes
3: and it, all of Mallory's pins are infamous that's right
2: highly coveted and that pin was only available to So here box purchasers that's right so um we've uh so far put out the So here box uh indulge edition that was our first one and then we did the Dressmaker's Delight.
3: Which I keep calling the Dressmaker's Dream. But it was the, d- maybe we can have a Dressmaker's Later. Dream. Yeah, Later. Yeah, well, you know, right. a
2: year from now. Um, right. <laughs> and so the newest box is our stitching with Knits box. So, uh, you know, if you're listening to this in the past, don't worry. You can go, or listening to it in the future, right. if it's in the past, <laughs> you can go to SewHere.com slash box, and you'll be directed to the most recent Sew Here box, or to sign up for our newsletter to get exclusive early announcements about when the next box is available and you can take a little piece of ZD's sewing studio home with you
0: sew, 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 hey y'all Darius rucker here you know a lot of people ask me what inspires your music and one of the big things is a strong sense of place that's why i love my home state of south carolina and want to share the awesome things it has to offer All right. Well, it wasn't. Well, we're
2: back. We're back. It wasn't quite as interesting because Sam's right here instead of us saying. Because like, we
3: usually give her little messages. We think you guys her. don't hear. That's right.
2: Okay, three-thread overlock narrow and three-thread overlock wide sometimes get confused, Lonnie. <laughs> <laughs>
3: Uh oh, Sam's laughing too. We're all laughing at Lonnie. Lonnie. Isn't it nice that Lonnie and laughing are are in alliteration? (laughs) That's right. Laugh at Lonnie. Laugh at Lonnie. So the three thread overlock narrow is also the stitch. Okay,
2: one more use, right? No, narrow. The narrow. Narrow. The Uh narrow. Also the stitch we use for finishing. Yes. Woven yes. pattern pieces yes. or trimming down and finishing seams right. on woven garments, yes. right? So you've sewn it with a sewing machine. Yep. Or maybe it's a pattern piece that it, they say, like, finish this before you.
3: Right. Finish this edge. Right. Like a facing, maybe. Actually,
2: Lonnie brought up a really good thing. She said, sometimes on a really curvy pocket, uh-huh. I like to finish it beforehand. Oh, I am. And I, yeah. I, I was like, good job, Lonnie. Yeah. Yes. You know, I wasn't laughing at her then. Was learning from every her. once in a while, she has a bright <laughs>
3: idea. So, so that's this, why we recognize them. This three,
2: th- this three-thread overlock narrow is good for that. Versus, and then people are like, when the heck then mm-hmm. would you use a three-thread overlock wide? And let's define three-thread overlock wide, right?
3: Left needle, two loopers. That's right. So it looks very similar to the narrow, of course, except it's wider. That's, that's right. why one's narrow. And one's wide. And it
2: will always be wider just because of virtue, the left needle's further right. away from the because blade than exactly. the right needle. And
3: that's how you get wide and narrow on a serger. It, it's dependent on the needle position. Now, your blade on some machines moves in and out to a different position. And that's the good sergers because... What they do is they give you a pretty enclosed seam because they you can vary that the with width. your types of fabrics yeah. and types of stitches. So,
2: the three thread overlock narrow we recommend it for that finishing work, right? Because it's less bulky. less
3: bulk, less thread. You're always you know get, me going yep. listen to one of my rules: always try for less bulk. Get the bulk out. Of course, yep. the
2: wide will always be bulkier.
3: Well, and also the wide. Those loops are wider and they're more likely to catch on something. Yeah, we I we used to call them toe catchers. Oh, don't put you know don't don't put a thread in there. You can catch your toe on. So you're putting your dress on and your toe or your toenail gets caught in it. Where I like to use the three thread overlock Mm -hmm. wide, I like to put decorative
2: threads absolutely in my serger loopers. Thick threads. We use number eight pearl cotton. There's all sorts of yarn, pretty uh, yeah. Um, Sparkly thread. Designer six, Any, designer seven, yeah, whatever yeah. they call it now. Da, da, da. There's there's Madeira Overlock Inspirations, and these threads are really thick. We call them non-needle
3: threads. Right. They're so thick, they will not ride through your needle. But they'll go through your loopers. They go through the loopers.
2: And what's great to show off a ton of looper thread? Three-thread wide. There we go. And you <laughs>
3: won't get a toe catcher because you're going to have them very close together. You'll have your stitch length close enough that... You know, you want it to almost look like a satin, satin stitch. stitch. Uh-huh. You know, you don't want them to build up, but you want them laying right next to each other and covering an edge. Usually,
2: one time I made a little like cut-off denim skirt in high school, where you take the pants apart. You this know, this is where
3: Mallory learned not to hem anything. That's right.
2: Yeah. And I used like a gold pearl cotton right. in the for the the hem and did a three-thread wide, and it was super cute. Right. So. And I used like a gold pearl cotton and did the three thread overlock wide and it looked so beautiful, okay, and that's a cheater hem for sure we've also we've done baby, baby blankets. blankets are
3: my big things it's you know you make a baby blanket and you use the pearl cotton or you know. Like one of those decorative threads, and it's amazing. Oh, the what pearl
2: about, crown rayon too. What pretty... about my
3: rug? I fixed.
2: Yeah, you fixed your rug with the right. three thread wide. Yeah, yep.
3: I had a dog chew on the binding of a rug, That's and a I used the three episode. thread wide. Yeah, we it did is. There is yeah. a podcast about it. So,
2: so the three thread wide, it really though I would call it almost always a decorative almost application. Almost always. Should,
3: now there are, <clears throat> I um flat. Uh, what do you call it when you pull the stitches apart? Flatlock. Yeah, they that's they, different. That's right, a different it's a different thing. kind of st- stitch, <laughs> but you know that needle is used. Okay,
2: we're going to kind of zoom through the rest of these because they aren't as topical. I don't think to what we're talking about now. Okay, okay. Let's talk about a three-thread overlock narrow hem
3: and a three-thread rolled edge. Okay, so a narrow, a 3 th- a three-thread overlock narrow hem. Okay, is what you will see in ready to wear on a napkin. You might think that's a ready to wear napkins. Well, how do I say
2: it? (laughs) I don't
3: know. Wear those. (laughs) I I guess on a napkin or it could be on a I mean, I don't know where it's going to be. But Jane would
2: always be like a ruffle. when
3: You go to Dillard's and you buy a napkin. Right. (laughs) There you go. So that's what you will see in commercial application. And that narrow hem. And you might think that that's a rolled hem, but it's really a narrow hem. Okay. It it doesn't really have the fabric rolled in it.
2: Yeah. The fabric's more like it's, it's, it is rolled, but it's, it's encased,
3: but it's it's flat. It's flatter.
2: Yeah. And so then the rolled edge, it has very, you know, on the baby lock, it's a very similar setting. Right. But But, it's different. But Mm -hmm. you
3: actually move out, um, Something that keeps your fabric, it's a stitch finger?
2: Well, they both do that. Do they, they both? both. Okay. do the stitch finger But thing. the one doesn't
3: roll like the other. It doesn't roll this tight. That's
2: right. The right. rolled edge. The rolled
3: edge is truly that fabric is rolling up in a little tube mm-hmm. inside that stitch.
2: Right. And so when you choose these, you, you actually end up choosing rolled settings on your serger. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they they do end up coming out a little bit differently. And you might just test this to decide... Uh, what you want the difference is stitch selector C and stitch selector D, mm-hmm. but you still go to the rolled settings, right? On your length, okay. Now, here's my funny story lady comes and gets her serger serviced,
3: yay! Yeah, these are always the funniest. <laughs> <laughs> was she our customer or one of those other customers like that oh, just came in to get ours. something? Oh, okay, she's
2: very much ours. Oh, okay, our, our, maybe I'll know who it is, our customer, and um. She brings it back – she calls and says, my surgery's not working. That's not what she said. She was very angry. My surgery's not working. I'm bringing it back She said, you didn't in. fix my yeah, serger. she said, I, I got this back, and now I'm bringing it back in because I'm trying to do a rolled edge on these napkins, and it's not working. And I was like, oh, okay. And I didn't get the chance to be like, what's going on? Right. You know. So she brings it in, and she does. Her rolled edge looks like crap. And there's all these loops over to the left of her rolled edge. So, like, the, the edge looks fine. But then there are all these loops and everything. And so I was like, well, on the, your rolled edge, you use your right needle and you have to take your left needle out. And right. she was like, oh. And she looked embarrassed. And I was like, good, because you were really mean to me. <laughs> <You know?
3: laughs> well, that's what I mean. You have to take you the needle. To- the needle you're not using has to go away. If it
2: doesn't have thread in it, it has to, have go to go take away. It out. It has to go away. Yes. You must, you must do that. So that's really important, guys. Okay, and then flat lock seaming. There's three thread flat lock. Right. There's two thread flat lock.
3: There's actually a two thread rolled hem, I believe
2: you know there is and then and there's also like some... and that
3: is something you would use on a very very like fine silk okay when
2: people finish off and, those silk scarves yes it would yeah. look like
3: more like a hand rolled so it wouldn't be covered with thread you know it would it would there, you would probably see the thread rolling it over but it wouldn't the entire thing would not be covered
2: that's right that's right and um we've got a fiber artist here in town her name is Sharon Kilfoyle and she ro- That's how she finishes all of her silk. Because it looks like
3: a hand mold.
2: She has a baby lock (laughs) surgery. She never uses any other stitch. That's than right. That. She used that one she's, stitch. She got this one stitch. She brings her serger, in. you know, she would bring it in for service, and then we keep it in that stitch. You know, well, or put it
3: back in that stitch. We show her. We, we check it out. We right. stitch
2: everything out, and then she's like, "Okay, well, putting it back on the two threads." <laughs> Him, you know. Okay, you know. Anyway, that's fine. But it's just kind of funny because that's like what that surgery was used for. So those are overlock stitches, and I think we should stop there and not go into the combination stitches yet.
3: No, but because that involves a different. Type it's of machine. A, yeah, That's it's a, a combination machine.
2: It's a different um, ball game. But I hope this clears up how the serger stitches sort of work. Um The beauty of owning a Baby Lock serger is that you can switch between these to
3: see what works for you very easily, without screwing with. I say any thread, any time.
2: Any thread, any time. <laughs> any
3: thread, any time. That's why I'm in lot... Everybody says, "Oh, well, the threads itself." No. Any thread, any time is really the big thing because I can put that pearl cotton in. I can run a stitch and it's perfect. I put um, maybe I'll put two embroidery threads through one looper. Maybe I'll do and it come and it comes out perfect. And I have not had to mess with any tension settings. So
2: the there two kind of like main cool things about the Baby Lock sergers are their either their jet air or their extraordinary threading. And then that automatic thread delivery system. And we I, talked about I this. I think
3: they may last forever, too. They
2: do last I have never time. had
3: one die no. ever on me. No. Never.
2: And – so what mom's talking about? It's great that they thread themselves, and then people are like, "Well, I can thread my shirt. Well, yeah, I mean, everybody know?
3: thinks, "Oh wow, everybody says, oh, threads itself, Thank goodness, but the fact that you can put all these decorative threads through your loopers that are thick that won't go through your needle, and you can get a pretty look, and you, well, it makes it another, you know, you don't you aren't just finishing edges or you aren't just doing knits. This is a whole other spectrum of decorative stitching. Right. That you get to use.
2: Well, and I, on the live broadcast this week, I've made myself, I've hemmed a top and some pants, and I made some leggings. we vlogged
3: that, that Mallory has actually hemmed. I
2: I hemmed those little baby leggings. I know, and that's hard. That's right. Um, And what's important here is that I could just rethread... Right. For different stitches, A different color, da da da, and I wouldn't. I didn't do any testing actually. I didn't even like stitch out on fabric before I started cover
3: stitching. Well, yeah, you know, <laughs> it, 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 you know, I mean, honestly, it sort of depends on what I. I mean, I test stitches if this is really expensive, yeah, fabric, or it's not fabric I've used before, or something like that. Because pretty much, I know what that serger is going to do on what kinds of fabrics. We've now. sewn
2: on lots of fabrics. Right. You know, in our time on these certain Now,
3: if you know, I got this I don't know, weird um let's say I got a knit with say had some of those like rubbery little motifs well, on it or it whatever. For my yeah, sequins. yeah. yeah I, would, mm-hmm. I would I would I would be testing some stitches.
2: I also you know I was making the exact same pair of leggings. Right. I, you know, so with I... with
3: almost the same fabric. It's the it same was, fabric yeah, content.
2: Same same everything. Right. I mean, I think it was cut from the same yardage, you know. So anyway, um, but yeah, that, that is the beauty. But those, I think we did a good job explaining those basic serger Just stitches. don't be
3: afraid of that three-thread. Narrow, narrow, and again, all, like to finish the edges on your fabric before you put it in the laundry to uh-huh. pre-wash. Yeah, you're going to use your three-thread narrow. All you have to do is lengthen it out to like a three or four because you won't need close stitches. No. and go ahead and and zip on each. You know that's that's Joanne's funny story. She had an evolution, this big hunky surgery, the only surgery she ever had because of course you know she always had the best right up front, right uh-huh. when she started learning. And one time in club meeting, we said something about, well, you know, just surge it and throw it in the washing machine. And she went, oh, my God, I haven't been doing that. Uh, <laughs> she had not been finishing the edge of her, you know, earth, yardage. Her fabrics. Right, right, that's right, funny. Right, right. It was yeah. funny.
2: Okay. Well, if you want to see what's going on behind the scenes at SewHere.com and Sewing Out Loud and all of the other names that we've come up with with sewing, you can follow us on Instagram because <laughs> we're ZD's Sewing Studio there, Okay. <laughs> And uh, you can email me if you have a question or a comment at Mallory at sohear.com. And you can sign up for our fabulous newsletter for fun discounts and a little love note each week at sewhere.com slash love note.
3: So long and so happy.
0: Thanks for listening to Sewing Out Loud. For even more expert sewing advice, visit sewhere.com.